righty, we have started episode fucking two, bro. Episode two of the goddamn podcast, dude. Oh my god. First off, let's take a moment to say thank you to everybody that's been supporting. Appreciate all the feedback. It's been awesome, overwhelming, honestly. I didn't expect it all. But thank you, everybody that's been uh, supporting the podcast. Uh, if you are watching this on YouTube, before we go forward with the podcast, please, 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 any feedback that you have, I love it when you guys personally let me know about it, but it helps out the podcast itself when you guys comment the feedback on YouTube and, you know, give it a like and, you know, do all that stuff. So any feedback that you have, I would appreciate it if I see it on YouTube because it helps the video and pushes it further out to more people. Um, so I would appreciate that from you guys, but, uh, for the most part, drum roll, we got a drum roll noise. Hey, look at it. Da, 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 da. Okay. So we officially have the podcast on Spotify. So if you're listening to this on YouTube and you have a Spotify account, do me a favor, go follow the Spotify, uh, account that is called the melon talk. And, uh, you can follow that and it'll notify you when new episodes drop. You can listen to it in the car or something, but enough of that stuff. Let's get started with the podcast. Our first topic, our very first topic, which of course you guys know, I have a lot to say, um, call of duty, <laughs> fucking call of duty, bro. Call of duty. The first... I hate that I like the game so much. I hate, yeah, dude. Like it, let's all be honest as a collective, everybody that's listening, like we all got to admit, we are fucking addicted to this game, man. We, we are like, we've hit a new level of addiction. I've never been addicted to something to where as much as I hate it, it's making me love it even more. Like it's weird. Like it really is weird. But yeah, we're I, I'm I've officially decided that um Call of Duty can go down as one of the classified drugs call, uh, that are addictive. <laughs> I think they should go down in fucking society as a drug. Well, honestly. video games in general. Video games in general need to go down as addictive drugs. They just need to go down in that selective category, okay? But um, I want to talk about the servers. Number one, <laughs> dude, what the fuck? Call of Duty, what are you doing, man? The servers for the past week have been absolutely dog water, okay? I don't know about people from the Warzone end because I haven't played Warzone in like a month. But And the reason I stopped playing it was because of hackers. Coincidentally, they said they fixed it. I hopped back on. They did not fix it, okay? So, you know... With that being said, like, the servers are dookie. Like, we play Search and Destroy 24-7, okay? And the servers are horrible. Like, Rush, bro, please. So, my biggest issue is, yeah. is one, with Call of Duty itself, with them not being able to fix one thing without breaking another. Dude, yeah, it's it's been this, like, cycle where they, like, let me fix this, and then this breaks. And I'm like, bro... Can you guys get one thing right? Like, didn't didn't they fix something in the store and the characters, and then next thing you know, they bugged out the menu? Yeah, they bugged out the menu, and then like, for a short period of time, they had an issue where um, no one was leveling up. Yeah, nobody like, was leveling up. up. And then remember how the tabs went dark, like the color? You couldn't hover over them. They wouldn't highlight. It's now, it's now white, but it was literally it's, just, it would almost black out. It was blacked out. Yeah, it's like the button would disappear when you hovered over it. Dude, Call of Duty, please fix your servers. Like, this shit's... We've gone... We've played this game long enough to where you guys should have it perfected, man. 
I'm sick of it. So, you know, with that being said, like, dude, come on, Call of Duty. Dude, if if anybody from Activision is watching this or, you know, <laughs> just any of the Department of Modern Warfare, please take a look at your game from the player's perspective, not from the developer's perspective. That's a big thing. I feel like they always look at it from a developer's perspective. And, of course, from a developer's perspective, they're not playing the game. They're not. I mean, they're playing it, but they're playing it from, like, the most crazy zero ping, zero latency, perfect servers on their end because the servers are by them. Like, they're yeah. playing it on the official servers. Like, we're playing on any East, West, Pacific, fucking everything. Like, dude, run it from those time zones. Like, run it from those portions of like you know what i mean where people are at and see what they're experiencing because it's a big problem man servers are a big problem but um i also wanted to add when is call of duty going to add a gifting system we brought this up the other day we me remember i mentioned this during snd when we were playing yeah 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 dude they need to add a gifting system like fortnite added it and it was a banger that that shit was a success like you remember hopping on and someone would gift you a skin or an emote yeah and it was just was it, shit. dude it was christmas like honestly it was christmas greatest thing ever they they really need to incorporate that but i mean do if you, you in your tournaments you can get a gift yeah but do you do you, <laughs> do you think that them incorporating that system might break something else um what could it break though uh i don't know like, really much a, well I we mean, can't say They've they they've managed break to break the most random shit by <laughs> fixing the simplest things. I wouldn't I wouldn't doubt it. I would not doubt it. We're gonna move quick on this topic just because I don't want to sit down and talk about video games a lot. We have a lot of other topics that are more interesting than that. But um, I wanted to talk about sniping, pomage, phase rain, and the community itself. Those are like big things for me. Like, I grew up watching rain. I grew up watching Apex. I grew up watching all these guys. And they made the sniping community. I mean, they they made it mainstream. Let me put it that way. They made the sniping community mainstream. Before yeah. them, Sore was already doing it. You know what I mean? They were already doing it. But, so, my biggest thing is I never, well, I never got into, I wasn't into video games with Pomage and Apex and Rain and yeah. everyone else. Yeah, yeah. Um, I only recently started getting into into Call of Duty. Um, when I was younger, I used to play SOCOM because that's just what we had on the on the PS2. Mm, yeah, SOCOM. No, I used to have it on the PSP. Really? Yeah, I had it on the PSP. I used to run that shit, dude. There was no multiplayer, was fun. but like campaign mm -hmm. was the shit on PSP. Yeah. It was, shout out to the people that had PSPs, by the way. If you had a PSP, <laughs> like you were the shit back in the day, man. That was. That was better than having a phone back in the day, man. It had an internet browser, uh, bro. Yep. Like, I, I get it. All the Nintendo, all the Nintendo people are gonna come in. Like, we used to have chat rooms when we were in middle school. Like, dude, that was <laughs> cool. But like, the PSP was like the Apple product of Nintendo. Like, they used to sell TV shows on yes, the PSP. <laughs> we used to literally be able to watch TV, bro. I don't care what Nintendo you had, but you never used to be able to watch TV on that shit. Dude, I had internet browser. I could browse YouTube. Dude, it was the the sky was the limit. I used to watch movies on my PSP. Mm -hmm. Remember jailbreaking it? Yep. I, I used, had, to, used to get to free a... games. Mm -hmm. Dude, I I'm sorry, but if you're not reminiscing right now, I don't think you had a childhood, fam. <laughs> I don't think I you a had PSP a childhood. Again. 
I would definitely get a PSP again. I would get it, <laughs> and I would literally get all the free games that I used to have. Like that was a shit back in the day, man. All the Midnight Club. Oh, that was yep. that was awesome. Midnight Club that was, was awesome. That was awesome. But, um, I personally, I would like to see Pomage get more focus in the community because he really like, bro. People really take Pomage for granted, man. Like, FaZe yeah. Pomage has been doing what he's been doing nonstop. Like, the most consistent I've ever seen anybody do sniping. Like, yep. this man has sniped from day one until now. Even when he stopped sniping on COD and he hopped off COD, he was playing Fortnite and he used to snipe on Fortnite. And he got good at it. Like, he got good at Fortnite. I, no one watched that gameplay because there was barely anybody watching him. But the dude yeah. was grinding, man. But all you see it now is is Kitty, Apex, and Cody. Which Kitty's cracked? Or not but... Apex, um, um, Agony. The yeah, Agony twins. dude. If That's people... all you see now. Yeah, people that don't know Agony or Pomage, like, okay, Pomage is like the to me, he's like the Yoda of streaming in my eyes. <laughs> like, no, not stream. Did I just say streaming? Sniping. Yes. He's the Yoda sniping. of sniping. Like montages back in the day um mw2 mw3 fucking black ops dude the guy was on every game every game and he took every game and was good at it he was just good at it dude you ever watch his cold war gameplay no dude. i don't i don't pay attention to cold war okay I the game. for anybody that doesn't know pomage has been playing cold war a lot and like to me like cold war has been kind of like the throwback call of duty Right? I don't know if anybody else feels like that, but to me it is. It's a throwback Call of Duty. And Pomage has been killing it. Like, I big ups to Pomage because for him, I feel like his community is so small. But, like, most of the people that have been watching him, like, I've watched him for years, man. And they definitely, like, stuck with him for such a long time. Even through him going through Fortnite. And, you know, like, they stuck with him for so long. And in all honesty pomage is the sniping grandfather see that even goes to show is is i never grew up on i didn't grow up on pomage yeah. i grew up on since i joined everything late yeah like i said agony kitty and all that is <clears throat> i don't even see his recommended videos on youtube like they don't even come up at all he, even in recommended yeah. when i when i go to uh, if i'm watching kitty or, or agony or something it doesn't even come up in recommended yeah so, to be following him for so long, again, that proves your point, like you said. If you're a fan of Pomage, you've been a fan since day one. And you've stuck with them. 100%. 100%. He's not mainstream like, like Kitty and Agony and everyone else. No, he's not. And that's the crazy part. Like, for him not being mainstream, like, he's doing pretty well. And, and the guy went through a mental break like yeah. a big mental break he didn't put out content for a while and there was a reason for that and i'm i'm pretty sure like dude one day i would love to have pomage on here talking about all that because <laughs> that dude has some wisdom that nobody else has and i and pomage if you ever see this dude fucking please bro come enlighten me because he's got like the insider of the insider like the dude's been through it all he went from optic no he went from phase to optic back to phase like he's mm. been through it all he knows the whole fucking community like the guy's yeah. been through it all i would love to hear his side of the story on whatever situations he's been through because 
I feel like he he genuinely has a lot of wisdom, man, and he's been through so much that like it's Pomage it, would be it would be an honor to have him on this podcast. Honestly, it would be a fucking absolute dream of mine to have yeah. him on this. Podcast. It would be fun as fuck, dude. It would be fun as hell, dude. But um, the sniping community itself, I feel like being someone that's trying to build that back up for themselves like me on stream i've been trying to build up that sniping community again and it's huge for me because it brings back the the vibes that i like grew up on and i feel like those kind of like vibes or those kind of like uh situations like of happiness kind of like died out a while back and i feel like like we play snd a lot rush you play with me a lot yeah. You know, like, we literally go into every game asking for snipers only on snipers SND. Only. And, like, what what is that? Like, It'll last over half a round? Yeah, like, it's six times out of ten before the other team gets pissed off and they pull out MP7s or AS Vals. Mm -hmm. Like, it, it's, dude, it's ridiculous. People are so fucking dog water at snipers. Everybody's, like, nobody's focused on it. Like, that's the biggest yeah. thing. I feel like people that get frustrated and switch to an AS Val mid-round dude why what why like what the fact that they switched to an as val is also to bring something i'm gonna bring up is fix the fucking gun balancing please dude yeah i'm it's sorry so but but this is the thing i understand everyone's complained about it as well but let's look at it from a sniping perspective if i can react quick enough like pomage doesn't have problems against an as val you know why because he reacts quick enough yeah people like people's awareness is dog water nowadays like it really is i'm not even talking from a sniping standpoint i'm talking from just in general me, also the game. Use, me using an ar as well yeah yeah, yeah. like it, 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 it's gonna outgun any yeah, gun yeah but like the only thing it can't outgun i feel like and and that's based off the player like if you put pomage against an as val if he gets up if he gets not even a millisecond early of a you know ads on you he's hitting you headshot clean you're dead yeah. there's no yeah. way you won't get a bullet off <laughs> it's i've watched him do it i've watched him do it bro like and i've watched him do it on cold war like people like people don't even get the chance to fucking shoot at him because he's constantly like so aware of his surroundings it's a big thing it's like i feel like that fell off like the sniping community does not have that anymore no like being aware it's, of your surroundings is completely gone out of the photo like back then free-for-all with rain like people playing free-for-all with rain yeah dude he was he was the most i've never seen rain used to know every spawn point on free-for-all that dude mm -hmm. could wipe a whole lobby three times over yeah yeah before i, I don't doubt it because i have people who let's say i have friends that i'm friends with on call of duty that'll that'll 1v1 people on on shipment and they will not drop a single kill and drop 30 kills on them in a 1v1 yeah just because they run the same routes, they do the same loop, spawn the spawn the spawn. Yeah. As soon as they respawn, they're already aiming ADS already getting ready to shoot. Dude, it's it's nuts. Uh it's nuts. But By I the feel way, like that has Yeah, I've been oh, playing sorry, music in the background. I didn't realize it, but the mics have been picking it up, so yeah, I'm been. just gonna add it in. I'm sorry guys, I didn't realize it. Um ignore it. Uh but yeah, like back to what we we're saying. The, the the sniping community needs to come back man the sniping community needs to come back and i will i will never let it go and i think lately especially i've been more into the sniping community than ever 
like especially like with all the people that we've been meeting on snd most of them yeah. are like those og like mw2 mw3 snipers yeah 100 i mean no one even uh like trick scopes anymore no but like and remember you know, what, you know what blows my mind what is that little snipes will do it yeah little, little snipes, snipes will do it mini it. we call him mini melon by the way fun fact if anyone doesn't know mini melon is seven-year-old kid that literally is the most wholesome kid in the world if you guys ever watch my gameplay or watch my stream he plays with me he's in he's nuts See, that kid can trick scope like rain all day he's insane but uh like dude i just want to see it come back me personally like i would love to see it come back i would love it 100 it'll make the game so much more fair as well too a hundred percent dude like i i just wish like snd used to be a snipers only primary like mode yeah like if you wanted to snipe you go on snd yep. now if you want to snipe you go on snd and hope the other team's gonna snipe <laughs> so it's, it's pretty like shit like honestly it is pretty shit so well, what bugs me the most is is people complained about the spr as soon as they came out yeah it was a little op but it wasn't that crazy dude but let's talk about a dragon off and a uh carbine compared to an spr and a car 98 the spr is closer to a car 98 the dragon off and the fucking carbine don't even like those are two times faster than an spr yep like it mm -hmm. takes more skill to use an spr and it takes more skill to use a car 98 the ads speed is not that much okay i get it it's milliseconds milliseconds matter to everybody yeah. apparently yeah. but at the same time, if you're aware, like, if you have this, like, what I call it is, like, the sniper's awareness, right, where you know this person's coming out of this corner, I'm going to lead my shot and shoot, like, you're going to hit him before he even knows you're there. Mm -hmm. Like, that's a big thing, and people don't have that anymore. That's the thing. that I'm going to bring that down to to uh, equipment as well. So having a high refresh rate is definitely going to help you. I mean having a better yeah. ground is definitely going to help you because you're yeah. going to see it way faster. Yeah, but, like, I mean, let's be honest. It's, it comes down to the milliseconds. How much does that matter to a person? Because, like, don't forget, Pomage just started playing PC recently. Yeah. He's been, last year he used his fucking Xbox or PS4 for mm -hmm. the longest time ever, as if it was 2003 again. I, I even mean, like, monitor. Like, your your uh, your refresh rate on your monitor. Yeah. How many hertz does yeah. it do? Oh, that's true, that's true, that's true, that's true. So that um, millisecond's gonna count way more than you think. I agree. I agree and I disagree at the same time. I, I feel like, like I said, um, the best are the best for a reason. And that's because yeah. they're the best. Yeah. And it's not like, what, an AS Val is gonna crush Pomage? Like, nah, bro, come on. Pomage <laughs> is gonna crush an AS Val. But like... Now, it depends on who, who's using it as well, too. I mean, yeah, but it's bro at the end of the day when it comes to sniping snipers can be the most dominant gun in the game but it's not gonna happen with people not being get it trying to get good at it yeah like people don't try to get good at sniping anymore but as soon as everyone starts getting onto the sniping wave everyone's gonna complain that this sniper's overpowered than the other let them complain honestly bro <laughs> come on mw3 how many people used to complain about the msr yep come on man but the msr was the greatest and most fun gun to use mm -hmm. so fun dude ads was so good on that i loved it 
you and it was just it was just so satisfying to kill with that gun so satisfying dude but so i i put out a tweet today right and mm -hmm. the tweet was uh there's so many uh people that you don't know about like there's so many people that you might see or pass by and and none of these people will ever tell you about how they went from hell and back to get to the point they're at yeah. and i feel like i feel like a lot of these people don't talk about these things and i want to give those people a platform and i and i feel like that's what we're doing with the podcast um so you know when i tweeted about that i i kind of like i thought about it a lot and and i think that people will talk about it but it takes the right person to talk to them yeah you know what i mean because you have to be vulnerable. you don't want to exactly you don't want to seem vulnerable but you also don't want to uh you don't want to act like you're preaching for sympathy i know but like when it comes to like so i always bring it down to this right um being into philosophy and being into that kind of conversation right there's never a right and wrong and there's never a you're better or i'm better the discussion is always knowledge based right so every every discussion anyone ever has i, I realize this a lot with people people don't talk to people to gain knowledge I believe that's false because I, I, my biggest thing is is knowledge on anything I could. So, so listening to anything I could, whoever I could, no matter who it is, whether it's knowledge about car parts or gaming or just stupid things, I'm always looking for knowledge in in any, in anything anyone says. So let me ask you this: you being out of ten people, how many people out of ten would you think think like that? Oh, I'd say probably me. I'd probably be the only one. See? So that's what I'm saying. Like, people don't think like that. People don't. It's just people don't care. I mean, people don't care, and at the same time, I feel like people um, are, are very na narrow-minded nowadays. I feel like being open-minded, like, I, I grew up, like, my, like, when I was 18, 19, like, I'm only 22 now, but when I was 18, 19, I used to listen to, like, Alan Watts, and he was a philosopher, and... I used to take the discussions that used to, he used to have, and to me, the tone that he would have during those discussions was, wasn't was assertive, and it was always open. Like, everything he used to say, everything he used to mention was so, like, open, you'd never feel threatened by anything he'd say. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I feel like people feel threatened by people trying to be open. Depends on how you how you. Because people, like I like said, people are gonna think that you're gonna you're asking for sympathy. Yeah. People are always feel like they're they're looking for something if you try to explain something. Like yeah. if I try to go to you and not you uh, specifically, but you in general, if yeah. I was to go to someone and, and be like, hey, I just need I just need to talk. You, the person talking, doesn't want to give off the feeling that they're asking for anything. But do you think but, do you think that's with guys and girls? A hundred percent. I don't think it's sexist. I think guys are definitely more uh, secluded when it comes to that stuff. But why? Because of like masculinity and all that. Exactly, masculinity, vulnerability. They don't want to seem like soft. But why is that a thing? Like my thing is, is I, me personally, I don't have a problem with that. 
So like you see me, like yeah, I mean you see me, people see me. I'm always 100% open, always 100% vulnerable. And the reason being is because I feel like I gain the most knowledge out of that. I understand that too, but I, I used to be the type of person, I still am a little bit, whereas I keep a lot of stuff to myself. And it's not because I don't want to seem vulnerable, just yeah, I don't think people would be able to help. Again, I know that's where I'm flawed because I, I, I see that when I so look So you do back see it, it as a flaw though? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. But I just don't see how someone who hasn't been in the same situation I have can give me any tips or tricks on how to get through it, whatever I'm going through. I mean, I yeah, I get that to a certain extent. I get that. I get that 100%. But, like, I feel like that flaw isn't, like, something that can't be fixed. Oh, no, 100%. It can definitely be fixed. It's just yeah. being comfortable with accepting all types of information. So, like, being a streamer, being a content creator, being an influencer, for anybody that's trying to do that, I, I feel like you need to fix that flaw before you can go down that path. Yeah. Because I, I feel like as a streamer, right, and I feel like like watching other streamers, watching other people that, you know, just started streaming, the one thing that I feel like they're missing is being vulnerable. Because being... But it also be depends on the type of thing is because... Like if you're a, if you're a content creator, it's a little different. But if you're a Call of Duty streamer or a game streamer, is your viewers aren't necessarily there for that. They're there to watch the content. That's if you're the type of person that's just gonna stream cracked gameplay. Yeah. But being a content creator, being an influencer. See, at that point, you can't even call yourself an influencer. At that yeah. point, you just call yourself a professional gamer. No, no, professional gamer. Well, you're, well yeah, with that, but yeah, you'd you're call more yourself of an entertainer. Professional gamer or an entertainer, right? Yeah. But at the same time, like, okay, so for me, when I started streaming, I didn't have that vulnerable feeling on my stream. I always, yeah. like, tried to control what was being put out to the world from me. Yeah. But now, like, I've reached the point where I, it doesn't matter. Like, honestly, it doesn't matter. Like, what... What's the worst that's going to happen? Someone's going to judge you? Who's that person to you? Cause, well, you also you have more of a, a community rather than a followage. I mean, even if it is a followage. Like, I seen Ninja talk about this during a uh, questionnaire that he put out. And someone asked him, or he got into it. I don't know if someone asked him, but I don't remember correctly. But he got into the subject, and he talked about the fact that... Um, a lot of the backlash that he gets rubs off on his wife and it's unfortunate but a lot of the people that you see fall and crash inside of this industry um is because of the people they surround themselves with so he explained it like this there's two types of people there's the people that have friends around them that when they are having a bad day their friends are telling them hey let's go out to the bar let's you know let's drink let's you know what I mean? Let's take the edge off. You just forget yeah. about them. Don't worry about them. They don't know you, right? And then you have the other friend that's going to tell you, hey, you know, maybe we should just stay in tonight. Let's just, you know, maybe watch a movie or something. Like, there's a difference between those types of people. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I feel like the person, the people that you should have around you are the people that are going to tell you to stay in, take the load off, relax, and just clear your mind. 
And I can take that into a, a personal a personal meaning because I've had that same situation whereas I have I went through a lot of uh, a lot of stuff and yeah pick surrounding myself with the wrong friends got me into a bad situation not a bad situation but in a bad mindset it yeah. didn't really help anything I was kind of just pushing everything off yeah and eventually it just it just blew up and and, and it kind of just breaks and, you apart yeah and, and like I said like like having the wrong people around you will tear you down completely and yeah. it, it like the the things that they might suggest like going out or going to a party like those are are substitutes that's like that's like someone saying i have an issue and then or, or getting angry and then going to smoke a cigarette right yeah it's the same it's the same variable you're substituting the issue with a materialistic action or an action yeah. in general not a materialistic action but an action so, in general like you said when you get angry and you smoke a cigarette i take that person because I, I i smoke yeah. but um because I, I find myself doing the same thing so rather than getting upset and smoking cigarettes it's better off to get upset than find a way to calm yourself down yeah rather, rather than, than just trying to yeah rather than harming yourself to cover, get rid yeah. of the anger yeah you know what i mean and and like it wraps around full circle because a lot of the people that don't talk about these things do have this problem a lot yeah. of the people that don't open up and aren't vulnerable have this problem and and i feel like you know people need to realize like hey you know replacing your anger or replacing those bad moments with you know shit like cigarettes or weed like i no hate towards people that smoke weed i have nothing against it you guys do whatever you want to do whatever makes you happy at the end of the day but at the same time i feel like things that alter your minds your your state of mind or things that um take the edge off that are actions rather than therapeutic um solutions are two separate things completely because like i said it's the difference between having a bad day and then staying in and having a bad day and then going to the bar. Yeah. It's it's a huge difference. It's night and day. You know what I mean? Because going yeah. to the bar becomes a repetitive, addictive thing. Trust me, I had the same issues. Like I said, I had that friend that his cure for everything was, was hey, let's go out. Yeah. Let's go do this. Let's go party. Let's go meet up with girls. Let's go do this. And I had stopped hanging out with them, but I realized, like, I started drinking heavy. So, yeah. like, going out to the bar and drinking came home with me, and then it became more of an issue in my in my home life, in my personal life. And and that's a big thing. So, like, that that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, people need to accept being vulnerable. It's not about being manly. It's not about being the alpha female. It's not about any of those things. It's about having healthy habits. Um that help you during those circumstances during yeah. those uh, you know bad moments in life or whatever it may be having healthy habits like my healthy habit is going to the gym when i have a bad day or i have a very very um foggy mind that day or whatever it may be like going to the gym clears all that for me and that's a healthy habit yeah you know what i mean because you know it's i'm bettering myself physically and mentally yeah. You know, so me me getting angry and smoking a cigarette, that doesn't better me physically or mentally. 
Yeah. Like you said, it just takes the edge off. But it, I'm yeah. going to say this too is don't rely on having one person. Be comfortable with opening up to more than one person. There's that. And then also sometimes people don't have a person or more than one person. Sometimes people yeah. are stuck with themselves. And with me, like, I kind of ran through that so I can speak from experience. When you feel stuck with yourself, I have so many notebooks. I'm not kidding. I have so many notebooks, right? And all those notebooks only have, like, three or four pages written in them. But I keep the notebooks, right? Yeah. And I, each one of those notebooks represent me getting over something, right? My yeah. like when I was when I felt like stuck with myself and, and no one to talk to and everything, my therapeutic thing that I used to do, like because the gym wasn't doing it for me because I would go to the gym and I'd be alone at the gym. So it wasn't yeah. doing it for me. So my biggest thing was I needed to clear my mind, but I can't clear my mind because I have these thoughts. Right. Mm -hmm. So the only way I could clear it was writing stuff down. So whatever yeah. thoughts I had, whatever negativity I had, I would write it all down. And to me, I would convince myself that as long as I wrote it down, it would be out of my mind. It wouldn't be in my mind. That's a big thing, too, is like you said, writing stuff down definitely helps. Yeah. Even if or even if you have, you know, a notebook and you write whatever, I say, it's just something bothering you that day. Yeah. Write it down, rip that page out, throw it out. A hundred percent. Like, dude. Uh, Joe Rogan talked about this during his podcast. Um, you know, being forgetful or any, whatever it may be, writing stuff down is a form of therapy. It is. And people yeah. don't realize this. So, it, you know, if you're having issues, whatever it may be, dude, write it down. Like, you don't have anyone to talk to, write it down. You have yeah. yourself and a piece of paper. Make it happen. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, it, like... Dude, it comes around full circle to the tweet that I put out. And, you know, if you feel like... So, like, that's what I'm trying to do with this podcast is if you feel like you don't have anyone to talk to and you want to open up about something and you got to realize, like, when, when you have a healthy mindset, whatever bad experiences you go, to, go through, a healthy mindset would say, hey, let me go maybe put it out to the world so that way it might help someone else. Yeah. And that I'll put this, I'll put this out to the world is for everyone listening or watching. Um, my Twitch is going to be somewhere probably at the end of this uh, podcast. Yeah. Um, so is Melons, and also your Discord. So make sure you plug your Discord. Yeah. If, yeah. Anything, if you want yeah. Melons Discord, go to his Twitch. He has it linked in there. But find a way to contact me or him. Yeah. That that's a big thing. Like. Dude, we talk about these things all the time in Discord, and, and we try to. Um, we, we try to, like, make everyone as comfortable as possible, and that's a big thing. That's a big thing. So, I mean, it, it, like I said, it comes around full circle, and, you know, that tweet that I put out kind of got me thinking about that, and I wanted to talk about it. So it, it definitely, like, it, it's a real thing, and I feel like people don't realize it. Take care of yourself. Yeah. Stay healthy. Be healthy. It's a real thing, dude. You know, and another thing, like, art is another form of therapy, and people don't realize it. For example, I wear jewelry, right? If you guys know me, I wear rings. I have about three or four rings that I'm always wearing, right? Or, like, my, my bracelets, right? Um, art 
or anything that's related to art like i feel like anything could be art uh, you know between you and yourself it's just um, how you perceive it what is it just how you perceive it yeah just how you it's your perspective so for me my jewelry is is a form of art but it's also a form of expression and whatever form of expression you can find it, it's therapeutic man like people don't realize this like all forms of expression are therapy mm -hmm. because usually when you are doing or you know making that form of expression um you you're, you're happy afterwards yeah like when i, mean, I when i get like a new <laughs> ring yeah like your art. tattoos dude like your tattoos they're a form of expression you getting a tattoo makes you happy that's a form of expression it's therapy mm -hmm. and it allows you know, me the big thing to allow me it allows me to express myself so yeah if you look at the styles of tattoo it shows you what i'm into 100 like percent styles i like uh -huh. or if i have like i have a tattoo of the just a wu-tang symbol yeah and it's the rugrat colors so yeah. i told you i like wu-tang i like rugrats so it also in, in interprets not interprets um includes stuff you like so it it makes you remember everything yeah so you no. remember what makes you happy and then just being able to so for tattoos it's more of a customization so when you're on your video yeah. game or Grand Theft Auto and you customize your character it's how you like it yeah so custom customizing my body is how I like and how I like to express myself yeah clothes is the same thing it's another form of expression mm -hmm. um find whatever form of expression like that's a big thing find whatever form of expression that you can find that makes you happy and treat it as if it's therapy yeah you know and it all comes down to self-therapy bro like it all comes down to self-therapy a lot of people don't realize this it all comes down to self-therapy. Um, yeah, you don't need a therapist. So that person whispering to your ear, you need to go get help. You need to go get a therapist. No, no, no. No, you don't. You, you honestly don't. Just talk to a friend of yours, too. Or if you don't want to talk to a friend of yours, just find other ways to... Dude, it could start off... Whatever's on your head. Yeah, it could start off at the gym or it could start off on a notepad. And, you know, wherever it starts off, figure it out. That's that's a big thing. You know what I mean? It's just figure it out. I feel like I've been saying that's a big thing a lot. I just realized this. <laughs> but, um, yeah, like, dude, I mean, I put out that tweet today, and it got me thinking a lot. And, you know, hopefully hopefully this helps out somebody out there. Definitely. Um, and, again, if you if you join Melon's Discord, yeah. I'm in there. So if you just need someone to talk to, you can we can make a video call on Discord, or you can text, or you can voice call. It's whatever. Yeah. I'm here to listen, help you, give you advice, whatever you need yep 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 and that that goes out for me as well that goes out for me as well um i mean what other what other like what other than art and form of expression um what else is there for what uh like to relieve like, yeah like self-therapy type of thing that's a hard one just Again, that's really that's really it. Just take care of yourself. Your your physical your physical health is gonna help your mental health. Your yeah. mental health is gonna help your physical health. Yep. It all goes back and forth. It all works with each other. Yeah. So make sure you focus on both parts, not just one either. Yeah. I mean, because you could be you could be a gym rat and just go to the gym and not worry about any of your problems. Mm -hmm. And that's all you are. You're just a gym rat. You're not gonna have any type of emotions. Yeah, and and I mean, shit. If it makes you happy, it makes you happy right mm -hmm. um 
I you know I seen I you know what I seen today? Uh I seen a tweet. Someone someone asked this, right? I kind of thought it was it was kind of weird, but I feel like it goes down deeper than just that question. And somebody tweeted out, "Do we live in a simulation?" That gets into to to weird territory. Yeah, it's a, it's a weird territory, but uh, you know what? We're all about the weird stuff, so I wanted to talk about it. It's definitely a fun thought. Okay, so do you think we live in a simulation? No. I'm going to say I'm going to say no. You're going to vote no? I believe in science. Science all the way. I vote yes, but from a mental perspective, not a physical perspective. But you think we see everything not as it should be? Yeah. Now, is that is that dependent on person or is that dependent on on or is that everyone as a whole? I feel like it's dependent on mindset. So you think people see clearer than others? Yeah. Now, what gives them that advantage? What makes them different? The person that can see everything. I feel like the people that can see clearer than others are the people that use those forms of therapy that we were talking about. Oh, so you're you're saying that people who you know uh, bottle stuff in and people who who are kind of st- stuck in their own head. Yeah. Are, so, are are stuck in their own head and what they see. Yeah. So like that simulation, like okay, so. When I read that question, it kind of tripped me out, and I was like, "How do you how do you approach this question? Like, do we live in a simulation, right?" And I kind of like I narrowed it down to you can approach it from like a metaphorical type of like angle, or you mm-hmm. can approach it from a mental angle. And for me, I always choose to approach things mentally, and and the way I've seen it is from a mental perspective. Do we live in a simulation? Yes. The reason why is because. I have moments where I'm making a mistake and it's kind of like you ever you ever do something and and you're halfway through and you're like and you stop and you're like I'm making a mistake. Yeah, like whenever I go to put the milk in the cabinet and the cereal in the freezer. Yeah, like you fridge. stop halfway <laughs> and you're like what am I doing? Right? Yeah. So that's mm. to me that's mental awareness. That's like being aware mentally, right? So there there's this book that I read and it's and it's called uh Freak, what is it called? Oh, God. Oh, it's called Metahuman. Okay? And it talks about being aware mentally. It talks about people being so stuck in their routine, so bottled up, like you said, to where yeah. they're not clear-minded. So, like, seeing the world as a simulation is, is like, different than seeing the world from... um from an like orthodox bottled up way i you know guess that's the way i can put it this, best way I can put the, it. the funniest part about this whole situation is yeah uh last podcast we talked about a tattoo i had on my chest right yeah that tattoo is a spaceman in a bottle is that is see that's the thing like think about that like what is the meaning of that tattoo so meaning is so we the real meaning of that tattoo is it's more about space rather than than what I'm gonna to relate it to after. So yeah. the real meaning is, you know, space is endless. Yeah. It doesn't stop. It always changes. Yeah. It's never the same. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it's always the same, but everything's always changing, so it's yeah. not really the same. Anyway, so Basically. our brains can only comprehend so much of space. Yeah. There's still stuff that we have no idea about. So do you think from a mindset perspective, so let's like take that analogy and then 
kind of like shifted over into a mindset perspective. Yeah, that's what, that's what I meant. So uh, do you, do you, do you want to go first on that? Yeah. So we, we build ourselves into this mental cage almost. Yeah. So Due to the routines and everything else. Exactly. Basically. Now, the bi- I see a big impact is, is stuff that we see on TV, stuff that we're told, stuff that we're taught. Yeah. We have to learn to not disregard it, but take it into a – not take it so literal. Yeah. So hard to, hard to explain. Um, you can't really – take everything like full on and take it and write it in stone because yeah. it's always going to change it's always going to be different but take it and look at it loosely open your mind up to see everything else around it so a lot of us are, are watching tv or we're watching movies and we're kind of not thinking about ourselves yeah. or we're thinking about like what oh, i, I mean let me, let me ask you this let me ask you this when you watch a movie, do you ever – do you relate each movie you watch to yourself or do you relate it a, as a narrative? Like, like, do you just look at it as a story being told, like a figurative story that's just being told couldn't happen to you? Or do you relate to it on a deeper level? It depends on the movie. I don't look at every movie like that. So to me, right, this is a weird thing, but mm-hmm. every movie, every TV show I ever watch, uh, anything I watch – I relate it all to me on a deeper level. Even if it can't relate to me, I relate it to me as if it is me. Is that weird? No, what what type of what type of movie? That depends what type of movies are you Anything. Into. Fucking Twilight. So you re- Dude, <laughs> you're I've, a you're a vampire, what you're saying. No, no, no. Like I've related <laughs> Okay, so like a lot of people don't see the story within a story, right? Mm-hmm. So to me Twilight was like a story within a story. Everyone just you know, the people that were fan, you know, the the fangirls of fucking Edward and whatever the fuck, they were <laughs> all just all over him because he was a good looking dude and yada yada. It was just attractive. The idea of a vampire mm-hmm. was just attractive. To me, it was deeper than that. To me, the battle of of him accepting himself to find love was the the story within a story. It's like to everyone else, it was just some sort of fictional thing. Right. To me, I seen it from like like a real life perspective. Right. So, yeah, it just depends on how you how you how you see it. So like but that's the thing. I see all movies that way. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, we'll come back to this, like being mentally aware is being able to do that. Yeah, I, I feel like, you know, like even a photographer, like photographers, like when I used to uh, do photography and. And a big thing that I used to do is I used to look at something and try to see past it. So, like, if you put a water bottle in front of me, I wouldn't look at the water bottle. I'd look at everything around the water bottle. Okay, yeah, it's understandable. So so the, it, it comes down to being mentally aware, right? Yeah. So do we live in a simulation? I feel like we live in our own simulation mentally. We... Now we're not. We're not. I'm not gonna say we as in everyone. Yeah. I'm gonna say the people who are who are in a tough spot. Yeah. And can't look past what's going on now. Yeah. Or what's going on in their life. It's hard to look past everything and and try to find the brighter side. So when you're stuck in that 
in that dark space, it's hard to see everything good and it's hard to make the right judgment calls or decisions. Like I said, it basically, you have a water bottle in front of you, look at everything other than the water bottle. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing, like being mentally aware. So like that book, uh, Metahuman, uh, was written by a doctor. He, I mean, he, he breaks it down so well and he breaks it down to this. Our routines and our portion and not our portion, sorry, our routines and our um, involvement in society is what puts us in this cage. So this cage is the simulation, right? So yeah. if you worked a normal nine to five and you knew nothing other than that and you knew nothing other than coffee, um, going on meetings, all that stuff you're you've built a simulation out of all these things that's where i am because yeah uh, in the morning it's wake up when i when I, i'm not working right now so wake up get ready for work yeah go to work get in the truck have coffee deliver drywall and come home so that's after the, a while after a while don't you feel numb to that it doesn't that's the one thing i I looked at it as a plus side is is that job didn't feel like a job so i had lost that job once and then worked somewhere else and i couldn't stand it yeah it wasn't it wasn't normal to me i didn't like it yeah but then i got back to delivering drywall and i got more comfortable and then i also realized is why am i i'm not comfortable i'm, I'm comfortable here but it's not where i should be i'm not making enough so that was you being aware like okay i'll put it down into this that was you being aware that you are in a simulation so do you understand like we're relating everything to it being yeah. a simulation like the routine yeah. um the routines the um constant pattern of things they all create a simulation and what happens typically is people go numb to those things until they break out of them Right. Mm -hmm. So breaking out of a routine, you feel like life is being poured back into you. Right. Yeah. You feel something new. You feel happy. You feel energetic. You feel all those things. And that's what living in a simulation is, is you build all these like barriers around you and you construct yourself into this like cage. And you're like, you know, all, all I do is this, this and this. And it reaches a point where you feel like I'm I'm stuck. You know what I mean? And and that yeah. question, do we live in a simulation? That's what that question is. I, I feel like it relates to that majorly, like big time. Uh, and, and people don't realize it. So y people might laugh at that question. Like, I feel like one day I'm going to ask that someone and they're going to laugh at me. But when <laughs> I break it down the way I just broke it down, it makes sense. Yeah, because I even when you when we first brought it up, I I kind of yeah you laughed at it. So like, like what? Yeah, you laughed at it, but I mean, once you like break it down and really realize what living in simulation is, it, it's it's life right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. If it, it's it goes down into like the fact that you laughed at that question. You know what I mean? Yeah. it goes down into that like why why would that question be something to laugh at why there's no humor in it like if you realize when you, when you when you bring up that question it doesn't necessarily you're not it's not clear that you mean it and and 
the way that you mean it. But do you think that has you know, to like, do with mental awareness? The fact that you interpret that question right off the bat that way instead of the way I explained it? Because when I read the question, I didn't. it didn't make me laugh. When I read that question, it hit me the same way I just explained it to you. Again, but you also, that book you're reading. Yeah. Is for people who, who me, I'm completely illiterate and I'm horrible at reading. <laughs> I, ha, I ha, cannot read for the right life of me. And that's okay. So, yeah. But a big issue with that is, is I have a bunch of like reading disabilities, whatever. Yeah. So for me to, you have the knowledge of knowing that that word means other things. Yeah. So people who like me, who don't really, who, th when you hear simulation, you think of, Rick and Morty. Yeah, like VR. Went up to over VR, there, you know, yeah, basically like VR. Yeah. So that's why it's it's kind of comical when you bring it up that way because that's how we think. Yeah, but I I mean, like I said, it comes down to being mentally aware. Okay, people are not mentally aware, and that's not something that means that you're broken. It means that you have something that you can improve on. You know, uh, being stuck in a simulation mentally is everything that I explained and more than that. So breaking out of it might not necessarily change, mean changing your routine, but it might mean picking up a book and giving yourself that perspective because mm. you start seeing the world differently. I mean, in the book, he talks about it. You see the world differently. It's like you're pouring life back into yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because walking around you feel happier you see things so differently and and you genuinely feel like the black sheep in the herd mm -hmm. you know what i mean and like nobody really thinks like that i find it hard to find people that think like that i've told so many people i i I've, i told this my buddy of mine about this book right and kid you not that his excuse for not wanting to see this book was he is a physical person and he needs to have interaction with whatever it is for him to learn. A book was not going to do it for him. He said a book was not his thing because reading is not his thing. So to me, but I, I understand that, though, because I'm more of a, like he said, a physical learner. So I needed to be shown in front of me so mm -hmm. I can read a book about math problems. Yeah. But until I see the math problems down in front of me, yeah. I won't understand it. Okay. Unless I get another thing with a help is yeah. Audible, if you're interested. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Audible <laughs> helped. So being able to listen books and yeah. read, because my issue with when, when I read is I can read a whole three pages. Yeah. But you asked me a question on the three pages I just read, I could not tell you. Because oh. I'm too focused on trying to read because i have a hard time doing it mm -hmm. that i'm not actually taking in the information that i'm getting while i'm of what i'm reading mm -hmm. i mean it, i have a question if i told you that replacing the challenge with things that are easier so it comes back to having a problem whether it's an anger issue or something that you're just physically unable to do or you feel like you can't do right it comes yeah. back to replacing that issue or relieving that issue with a cigarette right so mm -hmm. if i told you can you read this book and you go i have all these issues i just can't read this book right no and i then, wouldn't do that i, I would 
No, no, but I'm I saying like, like I'm not saying like you. I'm saying like we're yeah. we're speaking generally right now. So let's say that person told you that, right? Um, would you consider it like to me? I consider it as taking the easy way out, right? So I used to have the same issue. I couldn't read a book for the life of me, but yeah. instead of going the easy way out and going, you know what? It's easier for me to listen to a book. I feel like I feel better. I feel comfortable, right? Yeah. The rule of thumb is when you're uncomfortable, you are making the most improvements on yourself. Well, for the for the the thing with me, and I can vouch for other people because I know yeah. uh, learning disabilities go for more than just one person. Is if reading comprehension, that's what it's called. Okay, do you I have, a, I have you, a reading comprehension? Do you issue. count? Do you count a disability as something that's unfixable? Uh. See yes. the the I but you didn't answer that right away. See, cause you look, you gotta think of disability as as. Cause if I'm paralyzed, it's a disability, right? Okay, but that's a physical. How, how am I gonna fix that's it? <laughs> that's a physical disability. There's a difference. We're talking about something that you are mentally calling a disability, not physically addressing as a disability. You. But being... that's also a situation where, it's not that I just can't comprehend it. It's that my brain isn't working properly. But what, okay, like I said, we, we, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna ask you a question one more time. Do we live in a simulation? That's the question here, okay? So you saying you have a mental disability and your brain's not working functionally, right? Mm -hmm. Means that you're paralyzed mentally. There's a portion of your brain that's just paralyzed. Basically, it's just not working properly, right? Maybe don't take yeah, the I word guess. paralyzed yeah, literally, yeah, yeah, yeah. but metaphorically. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, would you say that it's impossible to fix that issue? Because to me, everything is fixable unless it's physical. I wouldn't say it's fixable, but there's definitely ways to overcome it and then get around it. Overcoming so me, it, it, overcoming it, it be... is fixing it. So for me, it would be uh, audiobooks. So if I wanted to, I just don't like reading. Not because I can't, and I just not a. I know, to but read. we're going back to the rule yeah, of thumb. I know. You being uncomfortable is where the the most growth happens, right? Yeah. So you going from I don't like reading to I'm comfortable listening to an audiobook means that you're choosing to go the comfortable route and not growing as a person. And instead of, you know what I mean, it's preference at the end of the day, but I'm saying from the perspective of being mentally aware, getting to that point of being mentally aware to get to that point, to me, you have to get uncomfortable. You have to force the the change to happen. Right. So you have to force the I don't like reading, just like how people say I don't like eggs. Right. But let's say that they life and death circumstance they needed to eat an egg you're gonna die you're gonna eat Probably the egg not. yeah right you're gonna eat the egg so it's it's the same thing like i think of everything as as not phys like literally a life and death situation but i think of everything as do or die metaphorically right yeah so if i'm having a problem reading which i had the same problem right and to me like i would i, I would have considered it like not saying or making fun of you but i would have considered it as a, a mental disability but mm -hmm. i looked at it this way 
me claiming something as a mental disability means that I'm refusing to say it's fixable, right? That's me telling myself that I'm that it's not fixable because I'm already labeling it. That depends. Is that is that you labeling it or is that a doctor labeling it? I mean, even if even if a doctor things. labels it, right? How many times have you? I mean, this is something. Remember, we're 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 talking about something as simple as reading a book. We're not talking about anything else. Yeah. Something as simple as reading a book. Would you go to a doctor and tell him, "Hey, I'm having trouble reading." Now, remember, you could fix this by putting yourself in a routine that will get you to the point where reading is doable. So do you think it's 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 a doctor's profession to tell you you have a mental disability just because you can't read? The other thing, too, is, is it's not that I, I, I could read. You could right? read, you, but you but don't like it. Not even that. It's it's. Well, one. Well, a couple things. One, I don't have the time being a, a parent and whatever else is going on. Um, have you ever tried reading to your kid? All the time. Okay, you're already doing it. How okay, many, but, uh, how many, how many, I won't say hours. What's the time period you'd be able to go reading to your son? Whatever long it takes to lay fall asleep. However long it takes, right? Yeah. And you will apply yourself. During that duration, you'll apply yeah, yourself to the book. Yeah. So that's the thing. It's also a children's, it's also a children's book. So. I know, but it's the purpose. <laughs> it's the purpose. We're, we're trying to find the principle here, right? And yeah. the principle is that something that, uh, to me, a mental disability that is as simple as not being able to keep yourself focused enough to soak up what you're reading, right? Which is mm-hmm. what I had the problem with. To me, there's there's that's fixable right so instead of saying hey i can't read i'm, I'm gonna go do read it i'm gonna go listen to an audio audio version of what i'm supposed to mm-hmm. read right yeah. instead of doing that what i did was hey let me just instead of doing that let me let me let me just break it down right let me instead of forcing myself to read an entire page i just want to read four sentences right now right i'm gonna read those four sentences and I'm going to try to gather what I can out of them. So that way I'm, I'm soaking up those four sentences, right? Okay, but you're, again, you're not fixing it. You're finding ways to work with it. Exactly. What's going to help. Just like this, how I do this, is ADHD fixable? <laughs> Are you going to say it's fixable? It's not, this is the thing. The word fixable, like, we don't mean it like, like kind of like repairing a broken bone. Like, we're not saying it like that. We're saying it's fixable in a way t- to where, you know, something as simple as that is fixable within routine and pattern, right? So, like ADHD. I said, ADHD. We, we're talking about ADHD, right? ADHD. Yeah. To me, ADHD. It depends, like you said. ADHD, whatever it may be, depends on like depends on what we're talking about. Like someone that can't go up the stairs without going up one step and then coming back down and then going up another, right? Mm-hmm. That to me, I'm. I know I'm gonna get judgment for this. I already know, but you know that what? I'm, I'm gonna judge you now. Go that's ahead. OCD. That's that, OCD. That's OCD, ADHD. right? Yeah, that's so OCD. What is ADHD? ADHD again? is attention deficit disorder. So someone who who shakes their legs, someone who can't focus for a long period of time. That's the thing. That's what I'm telling you. Like to me, that that's relatable to the reading situation, right? Because you can't focus on the book. 
or focus on whatever task yeah, you're yeah, doing, yeah, yeah, yeah. basically, yeah. right? Yeah. So mm -hmm. I had the same issue. I had the same issue. The only way I could fix it was by building up a routine that would get me to the goal of reading a full page and yeah. and soaking it up. So what I would do, like I said, like what I would do is is I would read four sentences a night, right? And eventually by the next week, I was reading full paragraphs. And then by the next week on, I was reading a full page. Mm. It's it. I didn't force it down my throat. That's the thing. I feel like when we grow up, like learning school, right? It's forced down your throat. They tell you, hey, here's a book, but you have a deadline to finish it. Yeah. I feel like deadlines are the reason why we we build up the stigma that we just can't do it because we don't like it. Mm -hmm. I, I feel like everything is likable. Everything is enjoyable as long as you find the way to enjoy it. I, I wouldn't enjoy a book if somebody told me, hey, you got 20 minutes to read the first page. It took me a week to read the first page. What are you talking about 20 minutes? Like, <laughs> dude, <laughs> like, it took me a week to read the first page. So, like, deadlines, that I feel like that's what ruins um, the opportunity to grow because you can't put a deadline on knowledge. You just can't. Each person takes it differently. You might learn faster than me on, on this, but I might learn faster than you on this. Yeah. It's just different. Like, so, like, m being mentally aware and getting to that mind state and getting to that point where um, you know, like something as simple as you not being able to read a book and you figuring, figuring out a way to fix that, right? Mm -hmm. That is being mentally aware in my eyes. So it's, it's more of being, yeah, like mentally aware. So it's not, I feel like simulation would be the wrong word. I don't know what the right word would be, but simulation is a little weird to call it that, but just mental awareness alone would be a good term. So people who basically opening your third eye. It's, so that to me, like simulation feels appropriate for me. Yeah. Okay. Like it feels appropriate yeah. because that whole third eye, I, I, I'm going to call it mumbo jumbo because I'd never really believed in it. And I mm -hmm. still don't really believe in it. Like from like a scientific point, but I believe in it from like a spiritual point and, and a, and yeah, and that's that's what I mean. Like I call thing. it I call it a mindset instead of calling it a third eye. I feel yeah. like unlocking your mindset is more of a appropriate way to say it, right? More self awareness. More self awareness. Not in a physical, not in a physical sense. No, but... no, in a mental way. So yeah, like that's what that book talks about. Um, uh, metahuman. It it talks about that. It talks about just that. It it takes everything we just talked about and wraps it into one theory. That the word metahuman it makes it sound like you're becoming a superhero, but yeah. it's you're not becoming a superhero. You're not gonna punch through walls and fly like fucking Superman. At the end of the day, what you're doing is you're being mentally aware. Yeah, and that brings on a whole new experience in life. It really does. It does, because like, to me, I feel like a weirdo because of the way I think, but I can justify it because if anyone ever laughed at anything I said, I'd be like, okay, well, you'll sit down and talk about it. I'm pretty sure you're not going to win this because I've thought <laughs> I've thought about this 200 times over. Mm -hmm. Like I've thought of every perspective and I've thought of every way you can come at me with this. And I feel like that's what being mentally aware is, is being able to think further than just your own perspective and just your own mindset and pushing through those boundaries where reading a book does not become a disability. Yeah. 
that's that's a big thing and you know like people people tend to forget about the uh, about that people tend to forget about the capabilities of of your mind and where you can take yourself like i said do we live in a simulation i, I say yes because all of these things are our own simulations me saying i have a mental once again i'm not making fun of you but me saying i have a mental disability because i can't read a book is a simulation in my mind it's me yeah. creating a simulation to convince myself that i can't read this book yeah okay. so you, it's, again it's, it's how you use the word and making sure that we'll agree to disagree on some points and we'll agree on yeah, some points yeah but i'm fine like with I said, that. just I'm making happy. it known beforehand and how you're going to say it at least yeah. so when you say um in a simulation at least explain it because i mean but that's the people, that's the point. first thing that people are going to think i understand yeah. what you mean yeah but that's what the, that's the first thing people are going to think is yeah. when you, you say simulation but i mean but would you change how you say something just because you're the black sheep of the herd i wouldn't change how i say it i would be sure to uh justify it or explain and that's all that's that. always available within the conversation but people have mm -hmm. to want to listen to it again and this goes back like that goes back to what you're saying is people aren't gonna open their minds to allow that the rest of that conversation to happen. being vulnerable mm -hmm. it all wraps back around to that which is crazy because you don't think about it like that you never do you never will yep it takes forever to get to that point and it really does it i mean it's taken me forever to get to that point it's taken me forever man like like it, it's it's such a like daunting like thing that 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 i think like that right because it yeah. it really does put me in like this weird mind state like where you know i might be sitting down at a party or i might be sitting down at a, a hookah bar or whatever it may be and and i catch myself zoning out just thinking about these things right mm -hmm. and i feel so un unattached from the world that it, it's it feels lonely you know what i mean but it's, all, it's also a good thing. It's also a good thing because, you know, I mean, I go through my little episodes of depression, my little episodes of being, like, dull and dark. But at the end of the day, like, uh, now I've reached the point where I can, like, happily say that each one of those points that I'm reaching or those episodes that I'm hitting, I'm walking out of them um, with more knowledge, more self-awareness more you know solutions to my problems would you say that you're more spiritually aware than everyone else i wouldn't use the word spiritually because i feel like we attach every action everything we do to a reason like i'm i don't want to get into the subject but i'm only going to say the word just to tie the analogy together religion okay yeah I knew, I knew where you were going. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going into it because I don't like talking about that stuff. Everybody's free to do whatever they want and think what they want. But I will say this just to tie that analogy together. Um, I, we justify a lot of things in the name of religion. And <clears throat> justifying things in the name of something else, that action is caging yourself in a sense. Like, yeah. You need to be able to make that justification without tying it to anything. 
So, like, what what was your question again? The the question you asked. Do you me? think you're more spiritually aware than everyone else? So when I say spiritual, I don't mean I don't mean within religion. I mean no, no, no. Uh, I bet, but like your, ment- your your mental capacity. Do you so think like, you have more mental capacity than I know? But like when else? you say spiritually, right? You end up going into like, do I think I have a third eye, and no one else does, or I have a a, a much brighter third eye than everyone else, right? Yes. Yeah, w- yeah, yeah. Once again, I'm tying it to something. I don't like tying it to things. I feel like I'm more mentally aware than everyone else. I won't say spiritually okay, yeah, intact. Yeah. I'll say mentally aware because I don't like tying things to give purpose to what I'm saying. Everyone's listening. Mel's calling you dumb right now. What is it? I said Mel's calling you guys dumb right now. No, 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 no. I'm not calling anyone <laughs> dumb. Listen, I'm not calling anyone dumb. I'm just saying I, I feel more mentally aware due to these episodes and these things that I've gone through. And and I'm hoping that other people can get to that point because it really is like I'm going to use the word beautiful because it genuinely is. It's it's a beautiful way of thinking because you see things differently. You approach things differently. Yeah, it's it's very eye opening. And and like even like the conversation I had my barber today, he told me he had anger issues in the past and he's worked on that. And now he's he feels better. But he mentioned this. He's like. You know, back in the day, uh, if someone bumped me, I I used to want to fight them, and I was like, you know, and this this leads on to the to the next topic of the podcast. But um, I asked him, "Do you value your time?" Right, mm-hmm. and he kind of looked at me funny, and and he told me, "What do you mean?" And I was like, "Do you value your time?" And he kind of looked at me funny again, and I was like, "Dude, I'm gonna ask you one more time. I'm gonna give you three seconds <laughs> to answer. It's either yes or no." like do you value your time and he goes maybe and i was like no, no, no that means it's a no i was like you you, you would have said yes if you value your time but yeah you don't value your time because you're telling me maybe what i mean that's like me asking you uh, are the eggs ready right when they take 10 minutes total to get ready and i come i come to you and i ask you that and you go maybe and then five minutes later i come back and i ask you and you tell me maybe what it takes 10 minutes i just asked you five minutes ago why would you tell me maybe <laughs> do you get what i'm saying yeah. like there's there like asking that question do you value your time it should be an instant yes or no instant yeah. like anyone asks me do you value your time fuck yeah i don't even fuck yeah i do and that's yeah. because something as little as someone bumping him and him wanting to fight that person tells me that he doesn't value his time He's willing to take time out of his day to fight that person over a bump. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I get it. Think of it that way. Like, dude, how stupid do you sound? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, go ahead. Feel offended if you are, if you are offended if you're listening to me right now. Feel offended. I please feel offended because I'm hoping by the end of this podcast, you take yourself out of the the pedestal that you're sitting on, and just simply be more mentally aware about this because. If you want to fight somebody over something as, you know, petty as, as a bump, you don't value your time, right? Like, it, it's it comes down like, okay, a millionaire, is he going to talk to anybody that is not going to bring value? He's not going to waste his time. He's not going to waste his time because he values his time. But I know a lot of people are going to say, well, he's a millionaire, you know, that would mean he's a dick. But... You got to realize being a millionaire and being humble are two things that 
are rarely found. Okay? Mm. Because being humble means that you value your time enough to know when someone's bullshitting you. Right? Yeah. But you value your time enough and you're humble about your time to the point where if a homeless person takes a t- tries to talk to you, you're not going to brush him off. You're not above yeah. anyone. That's what being humble yeah. is. So, you know, I explained it to him that way and, and he kind of like, like he was laughing about it. But at the same time, I, I kind of like, I kind of like felt bad because I, I, w- I wished that I didn't have to explain this. Like I felt not, I didn't feel bad or, or sad for him. I felt sad about the situation because it's sad, it's sad to me that I have to explain this, right? To, to a grown man at that. No, he's, I mean, he's 18. My uh, barber is 18 years mind. old. Never I mind. mean, he's grown, like he's yeah, mature, yeah, yeah. but at the same time, like I'm not that much older. I'm 22, so I'm, I won't yeah. say I'm like fucking a father figure to this dude, but like <laughs> I'm just saying, like it's sad that I have to I'm have this really- conversation because, like, dude, I didn't, I didn't think it. Like, okay, I come from like a very angry background. Like in the past, like me having anger issues is a big thing, right? Mm-hmm. And I get very like it's like a switch it just flicks off it's like lighting a firework and the fuse goes off you just can't fucking put it out because it's too quick Mm. it's the same thing like i have i i can speak from experience value your time and you will see these things value your time and you'll realize that wasting your time on something so so small and insignificant is just not worth your time man you know what i mean yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, so I mean, like that's that's it. Like it's all tied to anger, and 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 the big question is, how do you value your time? You know, so like, you tell me, like, how do you value your time? But it depends. It what? So everyone's in different situations. Yeah. So let's say it wasn't. More... Let's say that for this question, it wasn't dependent on the situation. Speak as general as you can, okay? How do you value your time? What's gonna get you further in life? What's gonna What's gonna help you progress more? So, so putting I, yourself in situations or or doing things and spending you your forward. times on things that are gonna push you forward yeah. and put you forward. Exactly. So, I I mean I'm just saying if you're listening to this podcast right now. I hope that whatever you're doing right now, you find some purpose in it and, you know, make sure that it's moving you forward in life. Because if you're wasting your time, you do not value your time. Well, they're listening to the podcast. While they're listening to the podcast. I hope to God that, you know, someone just snaps out of it and just has some mental awareness for a second and realizes that they are not valuing their time with whatever they're doing. They're not. They're not uh, applying their time correctly. Rather, we'll put we'll say that. This way doesn't sound so doesn't sound so rude. I I mean sure if you don't want it to sound rude, go ahead. But you know me, I'm blunt. I, I'm an, I'm just gonna say how it is. I I mean I'm pretty sure I offended my barber today, but fuck it. <laughs> Listen, it's for the better, bro. It's for the better. I feel like when we soften things up, when people soften things up, it just doesn't come. It doesn't get to you the way it should be. Yeah. Because I believe me, I've had nothing but people soften things around me, and mm-hmm. and it took forever to get to this point. But if if I wish everybody didn't soften everything around me, you know, yeah. I wish everybody, everybody didn't. 
yeah, like, dude, don't beat her out in the bush. Like, you know what I mean? Just say it how it is. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why you catch me. I'm always like, oh, I'm sorry if I offended anybody. But, you know what I mean? But at the end of the day, like, dude, I'm not sorry if I offended you. Because if I offended you, you're probably one of those people that need to be listening to this. Yeah. So, you know, that'll tell you whether you need to be aware of your problem. I won't call it a problem. Whether you need to be aware of this topic or you don't need to be aware of this topic. If you relate to this topic, then by all means, you're doing great. You know what I mean? If, if you uh, relate to this on like, hey, you know, I've thought of this before or I've th- had this thought before, you're doing great. Continue to think of it. And if you haven't, try to think this way. Try to think try of to, it. Try to see it from other perspectives. Exactly. Like, dude, like I said, the bottle, don't look at the bottle. Look at everything around it. When you're having those like shitty ass moments, all those shitty ass moments are in one water bottle, right? But around the water bottle is a whole world. You just have to look around. You know. Yep. Woo! That was wow. That was that was a great conversation. I feel like an asshole, but you know, that is what it, is. <laughs> it happens. I promise, I'm a nice person on stream. <laughs> It's t- it's tough love and constructive criticism. It's it's tough love and constru- uh, yeah, what you said. I just swallowed that word. Whatever. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna make a dark joke. I'm not gonna do it. I was gonna make a fucked up joke. Yeah, I'm not gonna do it. I think I've already offended enough people. I'm just gonna steer away from it. <laughs> oh God! Oh God! Oh God! Man, I I listen, man. I'm. I'm loving the feedback that I'm getting from the first episode from you guys, but you know, the second episode I might not get great feedback from it. First, first podcast was good. Second one, you're an asshole, Melon. <laughs> Russian Melon are assholes. Fuck you guys. That's what's gonna happen. That's what's gonna happen. I'm gonna get Twitter message messages later on. Oh my god. So dude. I'm gonna I'm gonna promote a little more more feedback for the podcast. So yeah, for now. We started off with these podcasts, recording them. Yeah. How do the listeners and viewers, people who are watching it on YouTube, feel about us doing it live? Yeah, let us know in the comments. If, if you if you guys uh, feel like that's a good idea, just let us know. Um, and if you guys have any topics, I'm going to say it again. If you have any topics, please leave your feedback in the comment section. And if you did not enjoy this give it a thumbs down by all means i don't care if it hurts the freaking ratings dude i i want your honest i want your honesty man just the same way that i'm blunt and you know i might sound like an asshole do the same to me man come on like give it come on do it like you don't like the video hit the thumbs down hit it also again i'm gonna i'm gonna plug the discord quick too is yeah i'll i'll talk to melon i'll see if we can start a a little uh what are they called? Little chat rooms? Yeah, we I would have to set them up to where they they're private so people feel comfortable. No, no, no. I'm I, I want a, a public chat room where we talk about podcast topics that were already talked about, and oh. we get other people's opinions and views on them and how they feel about the certain things that we've talked about. I mean, we already have like a suggestion one. I'll just change that. But I mean, we won't talk too much about this right now. We could talk over it on podcast. Yeah, that's fine. But like I want to see how they feel too. Is if, yeah. if they're interested in, in having conversations on the topics we'd already talked about. Yeah, no, 100%. 100%. Okay. 
we're probably uh i think we've covered all the topics for episode two <laughs> Shit, that, that was that was a quick one we kind of we're getting the hang of things so we're kind of we're gonna have to add more topics next time but um like i said the podcast is out on spotify now so i would appreciate it if you guys went over there and click the little follow button if you are enjoying the podcast don't forget about it um and hopefully you guys took something from this and it betters you guys uh, betters you as a person whoever is watching singular um (laughs) (laughs) it betters you as a person and uh gives you some experience and insight so like uh like the first episode said uh wisdom and fuckery (laughs) (laughs) you know wisdom and fuckery it's in the bio baby you you guys know how it is all right we start off with call of duty and then we then we end with a therapy session (laughs) (laughs) that's how it is (laughs) oh god man oh i'm scared to see the feedback all right we're gonna end this episode i appreciate all of you all right i love you guys all please make sure like i said if you want to check it out on spotify make sure you check it out and if you want any of my social links or platforms um just uh, you know wtr melon two l's because i'm an oddball i'm not gonna spell melon with one l i'm sorry um search it up wherever you want you'll probably find me uh rush has a discord or sorry a twitch stream also so if you guys want to check them out on there uh go ahead and say your name on twitch because r-u-s-h underscore s-k-o-o-t that is scoot kid with a k bam there it is all right you guys do me a favor check him out because he's been putting in a lot of effort to help me out with these podcasts so do me a favor and make sure you go check him out if you enjoy his shit you enjoy his personality drop him the follow it helps out more than you think um i appreciate all of you guys thank you everybody for all the support man episode two is officially over love you guys all good night good morning and good afternoon wherever you are peace out